You're listening to TSG Time with Patrick Fowler and Doug Spaulding, the show that tackles all things performance measurement in a half hour or less. You can expect interviews with industry legends and in-depth discussions with authors on topics that will be appearing in upcoming issues of the Journal of Performance Measurement. It's now time to welcome your hosts, Pat and Doug. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us for episode 10 of TSG Time. I'm Patrick Fowler. And I'm Doug Spalding. Our guest today is Irina Almeida of Mercer. With an academic background in economics and finance, Irina was the first Portuguese person to achieve the CIPM designation back in 2009. Since then, she's been an active volunteer with CFA, namely as a member of GIPS Investment Manager Subcommittee. She started her career as an investment analyst in the leading asset management firm in Portugal, During almost 14 years in the asset management industry, she's been involved in a risk management role for two years and also leading projects that allowed the firm to be uh, GIPS compliant for the first time. In 2015, she moved to Mercer, where she's currently leading the European Investment Performance Monitoring Team, leading a team of 35 people in charge of the performance and risk monitoring work for European Mercer clients. Welcome to the show, Irina. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. Yes, great to see you, Irina. So to begin, can you tell us something about yourself that most people don't know? Yeah, so most people, namely at work, uh, don't know that I'm a obsessed travel planner. So I'm constantly looking for the next travel, the next place to go, even when I'm traveling and in a different place, I'm already thinking about the next one. <laughs> so that's that's one thing that I'm well, I spend a lot of my time, my spare time in planning for the next trip. So that's it. Never satisfied. She's always looking for the next trip. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, COVID for me, like it was oh, yeah. not good at all for my planning. You know, <laughs> those one, one to two years. But now that we are already back on track. Um, yeah. So it allows me to back to my favorite hobby that is planning the travel. <laughs> that's awesome. Now. As mentioned in your bio, you're the first person from Portugal to earn the CIVM designation. So what was that, what was the preparation process like for you? And what advice would you give to those preparing for the exams now? Yeah. So as a bit of a background, at the time, uh, I was like a performance and risk analyst. And I was leading a project uh, because uh, the firm where I worked at the time, uh, we were becoming GIPS compliant. And so I was leading that project. Um, so I was looking for more. I started to search online about some training, uh, about namely about GIPS, um, and I bumped into CIPM, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, felt that it, it made total sense. Um, and I also, to be honest, found the enrollment fees outrageously low. I have done some previous courses like finance post-graduation and other type of um, technical courses. And uh, well, the, 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 the time and costs involved versus the benefits did actually didn't pay off, or at least as I was expecting. So when I bumped into CIPM and the curriculum, I felt, okay, this is it. So I just enrolled. At the time, I didn't know anyone because it was like the early stages, no one in Portugal as well, studying for it. So basically, in terms of preparation, what I did was just I, I read the materials provided by CFA. Mm-hmm. 
uh, did the exercises and the mock exams. And that was it. I felt that uh, everything was so well organized and it was just about right. So to me, that uh, was enough at the time. Very good. So you'll be attending our upcoming performance measurement forum meeting in Porto, Portugal in November, and you'll be presenting a topic there as well. What are you looking forward to most and what do you hope to get out of the experience? Yeah, so, well, one of the things definitely getting to know new fellow investment performance professionals across the globe. Also meet again old friends that I've met in other uh, conferences, um, even in well, a CFA volunteer and stuff like that. So it's, for me, it's one of the big parts of, of um, being at this type of uh, forums. And obviously learning from the presentations. Uh, I've, I've seen uh, the plan and the agenda and it looks so interesting. So I'm looking forward to hear from my fellow uh, colleagues. Great. We look forward to, to seeing you next week um, while we're on performance. What uh, what do you like most about performance measurement? Yeah, I can say that it mixes different areas that I really love. So one, math, calculations. So everything that it comes to, like uh, calculating stuff, um, creating relationships. I think it's an area where you actually... Um, you deal with so many um, people being within your company, outside your company. I, I think it's an, uh, a profession that actually creates bridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, being with clients, being with uh, colleagues from the company, etc. So, um, and allow us to really uh, having this uh, broader perspective of the investments world and right. industry. Um, so. In the sense, I I believe we are able to connect the dots, right? Uh, we actually understand how different teams operate. We understand also client demands. I think that puts us in a strategic position as a professional. So that's why I really like being right. in this field. Now the, now, the flip side of the coin, what do you find most challenging about performance? Yeah, you know, I sometimes think that um, some perceive the profession as something that is easy or where anyone can do it, just just a bunch of simple calculations, uh, which is far from being the reality. But I, I think that sometimes someone can think that. Right, right. So uh, one of my favorite questions is always, uh, how do you describe what you do for, for a living uh, to people outside of performance <laughs> measurement? <laughs> It's really complicated, you know, <laughs> it's really, really complicated to explain what I do to someone outside the industry. Even my young kids, they don't understand what I do. Right. They just see me in the computer a lot. <laughs> they just don't understand. Where typically I used to say that I help clients or trustees or companies to understand if their portfolios are meeting performance or, or risk goals. Uh, and by that, allowing them to make decisions but I don't think they get it <laughs> still. <laughs> so it's really complicated. <laughs> Agreed. Now, um, artificial intelligence is kind of a hot topic these days in, in our field. So how do you think AI and machine learning will impact the role of the performance measurement professional? Well, I believe that we'll have a deep impact for sure. Uh, but 
for the positive side of things. So I think with AI, machine learning, I think we that will enable us to automate uh, stuff like that collection of data, even some calculations. It will allow us to process large volumes of data really quick and, and being accurate. Uh, so because we also deal with the, the risk of human error, right? So we will be able to mitigate that to a certain extent. Uh, I, I believe that with AI, we will be able to make better decisions, more informed decisions as well. Uh, who knows uh, the capabilities around um, the models that can eventually predict the future performance based on historical data. I think that we will be seeing really huge developments in those in those areas right yeah. um so i will i believe that this will allow performance measurement professionals to refine their models refine their methodologies over time leading in the end to more accurate and relevant performance metrics um and we'll this in the end this will end up saving time and effort for all of us right. allowing us to focus on the more strategic um, tasks and goals that we uh, have. Um, I've been working in this field for over 20 years now, right? Um, I've seen the profession growing from like, I don't know, a handful of people in the US mostly, then it grew to Europe and then huge teams in Asia as well. So currently things have changed dramatically from 20 over 20 years ago when I started working in this area, right? Mm -hmm. Um but we also know, well, at least in my opinion, the growth of our profession has often also been based on intense man effort. So treating data, calculations in larger scale, etc. So to me, AI and the possibilities of AI um, will make us go again into the real performance measurement field, right? Right. Being specialists again, um, so AI will be a tool that will change the way we operate, the way we work, rather than, for instance, replace the, the profession. Um, obviously, I think performance measurement professions will need to develop new skills. I mm -hmm. think that's for sure. Right. Adapt to the evolving technological uh, reality uh, to effectively be able to leverage AI. Um but I see it as a huge opportunity for us all um, to to expand our roles, definitely. Right. It gets back to interpreting the data and telling a story, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, um, you have anything else you'd like to add before we go into the lightning round? No, let's go for it. All right, let's <laughs> go. What is your favorite risk measure? Well, standard deviation, plain and simple. So, Plain and simple. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> but I have, I, I let me say, I just, I also have some feelings around maximum drawdown. Okay, but <laughs> I will go to standard deviation. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite movie? Well, um, I don't go that often to movies now. Since I was a mother, became a mother, right? Because we we tend to go to watch like. <laughs> kids movies yeah, you know yeah. but from the time i i used to go to the movies a lot um my favorite movie was magnolia from pt anderson 
Actually, I, I, my, well, myself and my husband, we, we actually were fans, and we usually used to watch all the movies from T. P. T. Anderson, being, but being Magnolia, my favorite. Great. Uh, what's one thing that you are grateful for right now? Well, so many things, but mm-hmm. my kids, for sure, in the first place. Um, also, my family and friends, um, but. My kids, that's def- my definite answer. Although with so many things that are happening in the world right now, I've been more and more grateful for everything I do, right? Since yeah. the, from the place where I was born, um, for, for being healthier, for the work I have. So, but yeah, uh, definite answer. My kids, um, so grateful for, for them. Mm, good answer. Now, can you give us a snapshot? of an ordinary moment in your life that brings you great joy? Yeah, so linking to the previous question, uh, putting my kids to bed every night. So that's uh, something that I do almost every night, try to do, uh, where we snuggle, we talk a bit about how the day was. Also, I take the opportunity, because they are really calm, to give them some advice regarding school, or sports practices or other because I think they tend to hear me most most uh, when that's time of the day. Um, So yeah, putting my kids to bed is something that gives me great joy. Awesome. What book would you recommend that everyone read? Okay, so maybe you may not know this is a Portuguese author. Okay. And um, my favorite book of all time, it's called Ujmaish, okay? It's like a, a really interesting book. I've read it like three or four times already. Um, and after that, I actually ended up reading all the the, the books from this author, Asad Queiroz. He's a really well-known author in, in, in Portugal. He's a Portuguese writer. Mm-hmm. Um, another author that I really like is Paul Auster. So I also read, I, I, I would say, pretty much all the books, his books. So yeah, but I recommend Ujmaish. Uh, take a look. Maybe you will like it. It's a huge book, like 300 or over or more pages, but wow. it's really nice. <laughs> Great. Well, we'll check it out. Well, thank you for joining us today, Irina. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was yeah, a this has been an excellent conversation. Now, our December guest will be Alex Sermon of First Rate. If you have a question for Alex, you can submit it by clicking the question box on our show site, tsgperformance.com slash TSG time. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to TSG time. Remember to subscribe to the show by going to tsgperformance.com slash podcast so that you never miss an episode. And while you're there, sign up for a free subscription to the Journal of Performance Measurement. TSG is the institutionally recognized boutique performance measurement consulting and GIPS standard specialist firm serving the investment industry. Visit us at tsgperformance.com.